Today is part two in the how to find the right person for your business recruitment special. We're going to be talking about how to build a recruitment funnel so you can cast the net wide and attract as many people as possible to apply for your job. That way, you've got the best chance of finding the right person for your business. But by doing this in a systemized way, you can whittle down any number of applicants to a shortlist who meet your criteria in a matter of minutes rather than hours and hours, which it would typically, typically take to search through CVs and application forms and covering letters. By doing this, you can have the best chance of finding the right person for your business. So the question is this, how do entrepreneurs like us who don't have an endless supply of cash, how do we leverage the best apps, virtual assistants, automation tools, and systems to scale our businesses, increase our profits, and have more time to do what we love to do each day? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Dr. Steve Day, and this is Systemize Your Success. What I want to talk about now is something that is probably one of the biggest game changers in the recruitment process that we use in how we find the right people for um, our company and how we do so in such a way that doesn't take over huge amounts of time, either myself or of my team. And it's a really simple sort of subtle difference to the traditional way of doing hiring. And it's really an idea that I I actually got it from a course I did on working with virtual assistants, but it's also one a, a technique that's sometimes used by bigger corporations as well. And so this is all about actually putting people through uh, what I call a recruitment funnel. So in the last episode, I talked about the job posting, how to craft a perfect job posting to be able to attract the best people, to make sure that you are competing or you are competitive against all the other job application posts that are out there. So if you haven't watched that or haven't listened to that, I'd recommend going back to that. And this is step two in this process, which is once you grab someone's attention, once they actually think, yeah, I want to apply for this job, how do you then filter through? How do you then process all of those applicant, applicants without it taking over your life? So when we started doing um, job applications or job postings onto the Filipino websites when we we're doing our virtual assistant recruitment going back a couple of years or two, three years ago, we used to get about 2,000 applicants for some jobs, like huge numbers. Now we still get hundreds of applicants, not quite as many, there's a lot more competition now. So you need to obviously be able to then filter things through as well. You need to be having a better system than other people to be able to find that 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 gold um the golden nugget and so this is the process that we go through so even though you, you're still talking about hundreds instead of thousands they used to be you still like imagine having to look through a hundred applications imagine having to look through a hundred cvs or 200 cvs our average is probably about 200 it would take you you know even if it's like three or four minutes each you know 100 that's 300 minutes you know, that's five hours of time just basically sifting through CVs. You're not even, you're not even taking, you've no idea what these people are, are about. Most of them are going to be rejected. So how do you avoid doing that? How do you avoid wasting your time or your team's time of looking through applications? And most of them are just copy and paste it anyway. So we put this objective step in front of any subjective part of our recruitment process. And this is a process of getting people to answer some specific yes, no numeric questions that we can then eliminate objectively simply by saying, did they hit a certain level? Did they, so for example, typing speed, if we measure their typing speed, did there, was the typing speed above 35 words per minute or was it below 35 words per minute? 
If it's above, we keep them. If it's below, they're gone. Or it could be something about them rating their ability, or it could be about how many years experience or their availability, or um, there's, there's many things we can talk about to actually eliminate people out. So therefore you're left with people that actually meet your criteria because if they haven't got the, the, the pre-required sort of minimum standards anyway, there's no point in wasting any more time on them. So that's what this is all about. So doing this allows us to literally process as many applicants as we want. So if you threw a thousand applicants at me, if you threw 10,000 applicants at me, it would take me the same amount of time by using the system that starts off with this application form as if you sent me 10 applicants. And the reason is that no matter how many people you put in the top and you want as many people as possible because you want to be able to uh, get the biggest selection to be able to hopefully find you know, th those golden nuggets. The bigger the population, the bigger chance you've got to find someone that's a perfect fit for your company. So putting them as many people in at the top is, is what you want to do. So you don't want to be limiting or throttling the number of applicants. But then once they come in, you then don't want it, you don't want it to take over your life. So you basically, once you set your criteria and you start eliminating people out and you decide, well, I only want to take, say, 20 people through to my next round of recruitment, the next recruitment stage, then you simply adjust your levels up until you only have the number of people that you want. And so... This means that, say, say the typing speed is a, a really good example. So if you're looking to hire a transcriber, you probably want typing speed of around 60 words per minute. But what happens if you've got 200 people who have 60 words per minute? Well, maybe you just bump that up to 70, and now you've only got 50 people who've got 70. So therefore, you can actually increase the quality of the applicants coming in if you've got more people to choose from. So if more people meet your basic criteria, up the bar. And therefore, you're going to get better people coming through to your next stage. So that's why it's, that's why literally you can process as many people as you want if you use this technique. Um, it doesn't matter how many people apply. So how you do it? So you're going to go create your job posting, as we, we've spoken about earlier or in the previous episode. And then on that job posting, post a link directly to a a form. So this could be a Google form, a Microsoft form, a job form. It doesn't really matter. A form is just like a questionnaire where you can create questions and people can then um, put their answers in. And what you want to do is create a form with either drop downs or numeric values. And this is really important because you need to people to give you specific answers, not free text answers, because then you can eliminate them if they don't choose the options that you want. So you can you can systemize the processing of that form. So that's the reason for having the form. So the form is going to take the answers, you're going to export it to an Excel or a Google Doc spreadsheet, and then you're going to process those. And we'll talk about that in, in a subsequent episode. So ideally, you can post this link onto the job posting, as I said, but sometimes you can't. Sometimes the website that you're posting the job onto, and just to put this in context again, you want to be posting your job posting onto multiple websites. You want to be able to get as many people to answer this form as possible. And so if you stick to one website, then you may miss out on some other, you know, possibly great people on a different site. And so depending on the nature of the job, so a technical job, you might use something like guru.com and Upwork. If it's a Filipino uh, role, you may use onlinejobs.ph and virtualstaff.ph. And there's a number of other sites. And you can just do Google searches to find um, recruitment sites these days. There's hundreds of sites popping up all the time. And you want to basically post out uh, onto all these different sites. And ideally, you don't want to have to go and then log in to all these sites to then process the applicants. That's the whole point of this. 
So providing that link allows you to then bring everybody into your funnel. So your funnel is this application process. But what happens if the site doesn't allow you to actually post a link? So there's a couple of sort of outcomes from this. So if, for example, you're looking at, say, Upwork, they will allow you to put a link to a Google Doc or a job form on your application, um, uh, job posting, sorry. Um, so what you need to do is to put your job posting up and tell the person to do something specific. So if the site allows you them to see your email address, then we say to them, email us. And in the subject, you must include this word. And the word is something like random. I think the last word we used was banana. The point is that you want to know, have they read your application and therefore they're interested in the job rather than just copy and pasting a, a you know generic, yeah, hey, I've seen your job online, really interested in having a chat with you because those are time wasters. They may or may not be good, but you want someone actually wants the job you've advertised and you haven't got time to be phoning up and getting to dialogue because you're hopefully going to get literally tens if not hundreds of people applying for this job. So we need a system that we can quickly do this. And if people, if people don't include that keyword, then we can just ignore them. And so because um, they haven't read the application. So make it really clear on the, on, the, on the job posting. If you want to apply for this job, you need to email me and include the sub in the, this keyword in the subject. And then on your email tool, you create a filter with an automatic or an autoresponder. And then so the person emails you and in the subject, it'll say the word banana because you've told them to do that. And then the, the autoresponder, so you can do this literally just using Gmail or Outlook or whatever. You don't need any fancy software to do this. You just say filter all emails that have the keyword banana in the pros in the uh, subject and send this template reply, which will be, hi, thanks very much for applying for this job. Um, we like we we would like you to um, answer this short questionnaire in so we can get a feel for if you're the right good fit for this company. If you're successful on completing this uh, or, or if you're successful on passing that, we'll then be in touch with more details about how to, or the next stage in the process. And so th therefore you're automatically basically sending these out. So there's nothing for you to do once you set this up, but this is the systemized approach to doing this. And so they then answer the application form and then you've got your everybody in your funnel. The third alternative, so the first one is you post it directly onto the job posting. The second one is they email you and you set up an autoresponder. The third one is when you're not, when the site forces you to use the messaging system within the site in that say they don't allow, they don't show your applicants your email address. They don't show them anything about you really because they want to keep everything inside because they actually take the wages and things through the system. They don't want to sort of you to go outside until you've agreed a contract with them. And so if that's the case, if the site, doesn't allow you to give your email address. You can't set up this autoresponder. This is the most time-consuming one. You may choose just to ignore sites like this if you don't get a good response from them anyway, is that you basically ask them to keep put a keyword in the first word of the message when they when they hit reply and speak to, uh, uh, you know about the job role. So you say, hey, we, we want to make sure you've read this so you understand what this job is before we spend our time replying. So include the word banana as the first word in your message when you reply to this. If you don't include the word banana, we will not read your message and we'll just delete it. And then you have your staff member, your PA, your VA or whatever, your admin assistant to basically go through the message board and just send a template reply to everyone who messages you saying, hey, can you fill out the application form? And then you're bringing those people into your net. So that's how you basically set it up. And that's the most important part. What you ask them on the application form 
is subjective. You can choose whatever you ask, but you want to make sure that even though you're subjectively choosing what the questions are, that you want to have objective answers. As I said before, it should be numeric or yes or no or true or false, or it should be graded. So basically you can eliminate people if it's above or below or not one of the answers that you want. And that's the key to this, to be able to actually quickly eliminate people. So you can talk about how many hours are you available? What's your hourly rate? Um, are you willing to work weekends if that's a necessity for your job? Uh, do you have a certain piece of software? Do you know how to use certain software? What's your number of years experience in this specific in industry or field? What's your level of education? How old's your computer? How much RAM has your computer got? What's the speed of your internet? And um, there's lots of things you can an answer, uh, sorry, ask, which will give you a numeric answer. I mentioned typing test, that's a good one as well. Um, another little trick as well, so you can basically, once you uh, post the job online, it'll be put to the top because new. And then if it's a good idea, say, say 24 hours later, take it down and repost it, maybe change the title and attract a whole other bunch of people. Um, and then if you think about it, some people work daytime, some people work evenings. So try to, to time the way when you post that job posting at different times, that will increase the number of people that apply. And you want as many people as possible. That is the key, the key difference here. Once everybody's applied, you've got it on your job posting, your, sorry, your job application form. You're then going to simply export those answers to a spreadsheet. And that's literally just clicking a button on any of the form, the form type things. So whether it's job form or Google form or Microsoft form, you literally just click a button, you export all that to a, a form. And I'll talk about in the next episode, I'll go through about the actual elimination process and about how to actually go through that. There is one last thing that I wanted to mention about that we, which we always include on the application form, and that is one long form question. So every other question, except for this last question, is literally a drop down, a tick box, or a number. This one question is a long form question, and we use pretty much the same question for every job role. And the reason for that is because we're not looking to actually really read what the answer is. At this point, all we're looking for is can this person converse in written English or whatever your chosen language is, in written English um, to a level that we are happy about? And can they follow instructions? So the question we typically ask is, with reference to the job posting, what makes you and your previous experience suitable to this role? Something to that end please answer in 250 words or less. And that's it. We then get the answers in. When the applications come in, we'll eliminate anybody that doesn't meet our criteria. And I'll talk about that next time. And then we'll use that answer to check some really important things. Their ability to write in English, their ability to follow instructions, and the ability to answer a question. We do that really in in two minutes less and anybody in your team can do that as well you don't have to look at this either that's the key to this i'm going to talk about that in the next episode where i talk about how you use this information you've got and how you eliminate people out really really quickly so yeah if you if you if you nail this if you set this up properly um then you can basically cast your net as wide as you want and attract as many people as possible and therefore we've got the highest chance of finding somebody great if you don't you will waste tons and tons of hours and hours of time 
sifting through CVs, of looking at reading things and thinking, getting excited about people and only finding out they're completely inept when you actually speak to them. Or you think, oh, this person's actually perfect for my role. And then you find out they spent three days to reply to a simple question. So, so we don't use any subjective thoughts. We don't use any brain power on any of our elimination process until we get through to the very final stage. And that is one of the key lessons to take away uh, from this, that recruitment is a process of elimination, not a process of selection until you get to your final, final shortlist. Thanks very much for listening to this episode. Before you go, I want to share one last thing with you. I've put together a special collection of resources to accompany the series on recruitment. In there, you'll find templates, you'll find guides, you'll find visual walkthroughs of everything I'm talking about in these episodes. To get the guide, simply go to bit.ly forward slash sys hyphen 10. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash S-Y-S hyphen one zero. And it's all in lowercase. You'll also find a link in the show notes. This guide will make implementing what we're talking about here far, far easier. So go to bit.ly forward slash sys hyphen 10 and get your free copy. Thank you so much for joining me and listening to this episode. I'm well aware there are hundreds of great business podcasts out there and you chose to listen to this one. And for that, I am truly grateful. Hopefully what you heard today took you one step closer to building a successful business so you can share your passion with the world and serve an ever-growing number of people. If you got value out of today's episode, then so will someone else you know. By sharing with others what has helped you along your way, you will grow your influence and be the guy or girl that everybody wants to know. So please hit the share button right now and also remember to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss future episodes. It's impossible for me to cover absolutely everything in these podcasts. So please do head over to systemizeyoursuccess.com right now and download the show notes, transcriptions, and some of my best frameworks and systems for free. Thanks again for tuning in and being a part of this amazing community. Until next time, this is Dr. Steve Day and you've been listening to Systemize Your Success.